Well, good evening. Welcome to the podcast. It's not a podcast that increasingly looks and smells like a podcast presented by two middle-aged men trying to deny uh, the fact that they're middle-aged, if nothing else. Uh, I am regular EV dad, aka John, and with me, not a huge surprise, all the way from Chicagoland, it's Joe. How are you doing, Joe? Hi, I'm Joe from JKEV. I'm doing pretty well. How have you been? Doing better than your door frames. I mean, seriously, it, it's getting worse. I mean, we, you know, we used to identify the paint you were going to get, but now you've, you're not just lost the door. The door frames have gone. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm surviving. It's been one hell of a week. But before we get to me, I want to, you, you, you are a couple of days back from your road trip, right? Yep. Yeah, it's a fun future road trip. So we're deciding to dismantle the house, sell every piece individually due to the current lumber prices, and uh, go EVing permanently <laughs> sounds like a plan so uh you went through i can't remind me where you went you go i know remember you i went through montana but the, the, after that it gets a little bit um you know the middle age right so uh since we do not have teslas uh, i could not go to montana from chicago through either of the dakotas so i went uh south on 80 uh, through Colorado, I went through Estes Park, mm -hmm. uh, ran into some pretty rough weather through there, came up through Wyoming, hit a destination charger there, um, and then was able to kind of zigzag back to Electrify America and got up to Glacier National Park up by the Canada border. And then the uh, way home was the, the easy route, just took Electrify America the whole way, all the way down Salt Lake City, Green River, and then back across Nebraska, Iowa, the exciting bits. 4,600 miles total. Wow, that's, um, I actually had to look at where Glacier National Park was. Um, so I'm guessing at some point, I'm looking at it right now, you did uh, charge up at the uh, uh, at the Taco Bell in, uh, in Polson, Montana. Uh, we were very close to a destination charger at Lake McDonald Lodge. So we left it there a couple of nights while we were up there. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, overall, a, a positive experience? Yeah. Uh, the motor home we were with blew its motor, but, you know, that's that's their fault for not being electric. <laughs> Be nice. Some of us also have 38-foot motor homes, which are not electric, and are a constant source of drain on my wallet. Um, <laughs> it would have been cheaper to have done an Angelina Jolie and adopted 20 children than have that one vehicle. I swear. <laughs> Uh, it's been uh, quite a thing. Uh, well, while you were gone, uh, uh, where to start? Where to start? So I finally got around. I, I don't think people understand what a uh, ball like editing is. So the trip I took up to Seattle, up to Squim and back, I finally got the first episode of that published. Uh, that went up today, which will be in two days from now, I guess, if you're watching this. So it's already up and there's a link here. Um, which did feature destination charges, much like yourself, at a Fairfield uh, hotel on my way up to Portland and then on to Seattle. Um, yeah, three and a half hours it took me to edit that hour and 20 minutes of, uh, of, of, of video. But the scenery was fantastic. I, I really loved the, uh, the, 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 just the driving part of that trip. It was, it was so beautiful. It gets better when we hit the coast in the next episode. So that's, that's the future. But um, you commented on one of my tweets. Um, so if you saw the, uh, I did one of my green side, my uh, green glow chats, episode number six. 
where I talked about the Portland trip and I opened, the comedy version of me opened for Kabir Singh, who's currently on America's Got Talent. He's through to the semifinals. Um, and so I, um, I did it again, this time at the Alameda Comedy Club in, uh, uh, just up here in the, in the Bay. In fact, uh, as soon as you and I finish recording this, I'm off to a dive bar in Fremont um, to, uh, to, to do another show for him. And then the reason you care about this, Joe, Got a new got a new series coming out. Uh, I haven't got a name yet. It's currently called Comedians in EVs Who Don't Drink Coffee. Um, we're gonna have to work on that and not get sued at the same time. But um, I'm doing an even bigger show with him. This gets really crazy now. So I'm doing a charity show with him on Saturday. I'm going to pick him up and drive him up to the gig, uh, which should be very picturesque because we're going to because uh, we're going to go over both uh, the Bay Bridge and the, the Golden Gate Bridge to get up there to San Rafael. Um, but there's two things: there'll be some content for my video, uh, for my uh, some content for my channel, but then I'm also turning this into bite-sized content for him, for his social media um presence in the lead up to the the semi-final so he's currently needs to generate a lot more twitter followers so uh, uh, i'm not going to be doing heavy editing on my own content for a while i'll be focused on this but the, that should be a great video and then of course the minute other comedians friends of mine who heard about this like oh we want to do this we want to do this so the the nuts thing is and uh, we won't know about this for a few days but <laughs> And also, I don't have permission from my wife. So, darling, if you are watching this, I'm kidding. She never watches this. Um, <laughs> I may be driving to Vegas on Sunday morning <laughs> to uh, perform at the L.A. Comedy Club uh, on Sunday night um, and then uh, do two shows there with Kabir again. It's not a coincidence. Um, and then drive to Reno, which is much like what you did, one of those adventure drives. Uh, there isn't the, um, you know, it's not an EA corridor. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of, that. that's, um, yeah, it's the, the, the comedy thing is crazy. We'll, we'll have to do it. And then I've got another guy on Twitter, a comedian on Twitter who used to comment on, comments on EVs. And I talked to him about my crazy idea I had pre-COVID, which was to, um, this, uh, I won't bore you with it, but there's this comedy tour that up and coming comedians often do to build out material, get headlining experience. Um, and my plan was to do it in a Tesla back then. And, but more importantly, to do sort of open mics and impromptu shows at the superchargers to carry a um, speaker system in the front and uh, do impromptu shows. And it would have been made great content. Well, might be doing that in an ID4, but that's that's to come in the future. So we will we will see. I'm, I'm currently working out my EV joke material right now um, for for tomorrow. But uh, yeah, it's been a thing. What else? What else is going on? Um, oh, hey, thank you for thank you, and also anybody else that's watching this, thank you for your comments and suggestions on the new logo for the channel. Um, so um, that's uh, I've sent back my. Uh, the, I'm, I'm actually going with a, a version of one of them, 
um, but I've asked them for some changes and actually for two different versions. So one that's a rectangle and one's a square uh, for, for different purposes. So uh, I'm sure that will uh, announce itself over the coming uh, over the coming weeks. It's uh, that and the fact that I'm in security and the T-Mobile thing is happening, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. Uh, it's it's not it's not been the quietest of uh, of of weeks. I didn't realize you were going so far north. That's the bit that surprised me. I knew you were going through Montana, and I just had and I know we talked about Jackson. Did you go to Jackson? Yes, I, I uh, charged downtown Jackson, which is free DC charging, a rare mm. a rare find. <laughs> but it's just like forty five or fifty kilowatts. But that's great for that location because you kind of want it to be a little bit. I would have wouldn't have minded if it was even a little slower than that, just because you want time to walk around that town. You know, you say that now, except when you want it to be quick. You say that now, exactly. Um, or if they had a couple of units, one was slower than the other, that kind of. That you know that, that is. Um, come to California, we have that problem. I can have the fast electric by America if it's working, or I can have the slow EV go. In fact, that that uh, let's in fact let's talk about that. So I thought whilst we specifically don't do a, I, you know, we're not going to do news. I think where there's things that we have experience of, I think when things come up, we should we should comment on it if that's all right with you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's headed that way. <laughs> um, so I was intrigued. Let me uh, put this into uh, some kind of. Let me share my screen with you. Uh, so you saw this thing about EVgo changing their um, their pricing system, right? I had received an email because uh, they had first they sent out incorrect emails because I'm actually not a member. They sent me an, e uh, an email as if I was, and they corrected it after the fact. So that actually provoked me to dive into what was going on, and I found uh, similar news as you did. So on that point, uh, let me just say, if you happen to be, uh, if you've got an EV, you don't need an ID4, if you have an EV and you want to have access to EVgo on the cheap, then, and if you happen to be insured with um, AAA, then uh, just Google AAA and EVgo and you can actually get access to the members rates without, um, without having to pay a monthly membership. You get it on the pay-as-you-go benefit, but you get the, the, the thing. There are some benefits to being Californian, but this actually applies uh, to all AAA across the country. Um, but you do need to have an EVgo account already set up. So just, just a thing. But what they're talking about right now, uh, which, is, which is interesting, um, first of all, they've done a certain amount of harmonization to their program. Second part is that they have set up a rewards program, uh, also known as a loyalty program. Um, it, it, you know, with the, with the thing being that you get five points per dollar and the opportunity to earn free sessions, by the way, if you're giving somebody money, something for free later, it's not free. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> I can feel my grandfather, you know, tapping me on the shoulders. Uh, but what is interesting is in California, and then one assumes, so they're harmonizing onto this, uh, you know, kilowatt hour pricing and not time-based pricing, which to be fair, I think is the, the fairest way of doing these things it is 
rather frustrating to be paying by the minute when you've ramped down to 20 kilowatts to 20 kilowatts. <clears throat> but they're going to go to this time of use uh, in California thing with uh, per minute rates at uh, between 12 and eight and then on peak between four and nine and off peak eight till four and nine till 12. Look, I'm going to go on a rant in a second. So before we do that, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I just think that it's another way for them to make money because how many people are really charging in the middle of the night? And that's when they're going to get the beneficial rate. Obviously, they're going to charge a very absurd, you know, surcharge fee on the uh, rush hour time slots, which is when most people are probably charging. So, I mean, I understand it, but I also think it's just a game. I mean, no different than the reward program. Their goal is their idea is that people will build up a free charge, not redeem it. And they just kept themselves more, <laughs> more profit in the end. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me add, add some nuance and, and then some rant on the, uh, as, as a tech lender to it. First of all, they're a public company now. So, you know, their, their days of just running at losses continuously are over. They have to uh, show a return on what is a sizable and some would joke a already outdated uh, investment strategy. Also, if you look at their business model, they don't, for the most part, EVGO is not what you would call a... Um, it doesn't support networks. It's not. Uh, it's. It doesn't do trunk routing. It's all in a city. But well, I'm, let me just throw up PlugShare for a second. And let's uh, da, 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 let's go to filters. Um, and let's lose the other stuff. And let's just go with EVGo. And. You know, first of all, you know, this is their network. I don't think I've got any power things on here. No, 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 no. Yeah, all normal. So this is the EVGO network. Not much of a network. Um, but notice how, for the most part, it is all, you have to assume, oh, look, it's the Sam's Club in Bentonville. I'm sure they had a, I'm sure they had a lot of choice about where to locate that one. <clears throat> um, uh, but, you know, with the exception of, you know, this was like their original own and really only their network trunk link where they supported um, 99 down, uh, you know, the alternative to five, because bear in mind, we only had EA chargers. We've actually only had EA chargers working on the Northern California section consistently for two months. Kalinga went up, which kind of completed it, and then it went. It was only up and running for a few weeks before they shut it down again to uh, install more units. Uh, but apparently, they had to shut it down to expand it. EVGo is a very residential. This is the original network, so you could buy a Nissan Leaf back when I had my iPhone. So this is like 2012 or so. And the whole thing is you've got free charging and you could go all the way from, the, from, from Santa Cruz all the way to Tahoe. Now, 
you had to do quite a few charges to do that. At, an 80, at about an 80 mile usable range. Right, <laughs> but you could do it. And, and, and I've seen re their reviews back in the day of people doing this, uh, it was called Charge the Bay. Um, program and it, you know the infrastructure still exists. Whenever I go to Santa Cruz to do gigs, I still drive past the EV Go that's there on the top of uh, on the top of Seventeen, where the fires were a couple of years ago. That EV Go is still um, there, but for the most part, it, it, it's it's not a um, uh, you know they're, they're not supporting trunk routes it's it's residential it's it's urban residential and so yeah maybe you know to speak to their um points here you will have control of when you're going to charge maybe at the weekend or you know like some people will do oh well i'll go to whole foods there's a lot of ev goes at whole foods in the california yeah, and actually in colorado as well so maybe you'll um, time it uh, better. I, I will say, I find this rather amusing. Down here in the very last paragraph, 800 public with speeds from 50 to 350. Now, I happen to know where one of those 350s is because it's, it's literally where I'm going tonight. It's in Fremont off of Maori, which is, if you care, people, it's right next to Kirby Sports Bar where I'll be performing. But watch this, my friend. This this is this is why I think it's less than um, honest. Where's that? Um, mm -mm -mm. EV Go bragging about three hundred fifty kilowatt is like the Mustang Mach E bragging about one hundred fifty kilowatt charging. So, oh, so you know, it's a very small part of the time. <laughs> well, they've got allegedly they've got quite a few seventies, and that's. But these are all shared things. But when we get to so they're claiming, so like this one here in Alameda, and uh, if I if we got space, I'll put a link to it. News Coolum actually did a, a review on this site. And these are the new units. But these are 200 kilowatts shared. So yes, each one of those can pull 200 kilowatts. But apparently there's even a header across what all four units can actually pull. Um, and these are very rare devices. This is the one that, um, was installed. This was the one that's new. Um, and this was originally installed to test buses. You know, this got some local, this got some California money to, uh, to, to support it. Um, and you'll notice the design is a little bit kludgy. This was a first generation, more than a hundred. Um, it, it, it's a little bit weird. I'm looking at, I'm looking at these, uh, I mean, these are the newer units. These have been installed fairly recently because they didn't show up on my map a while ago. But then once you get out of here, you know, everyone, they, this was one of their other, you know, hundred. Is that Baker? One. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. thermometer. Everyone's, everyone's seen this one in every, you know, this is their go-to image, uh, as it were. Um, then I know you've got the ones in, Colorado. So these have been upgraded to support 100 because only one of these was 100 when I passed through a couple of, well, now a couple of months ago. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's not a network. What I do find interesting, and if we, if you, you go to Clean Technica's article where they talk about this, they actually show 
the power bill for one of their stations in New York um, and uh, how the, you know, the cost of energy, the taxes, the delivery system, you know, they have to pay for the, you know, just connectivity at a different rate. And then on top of that, uh, demand charges. It's, they've got an uphill battle building a business out of this. They, they, they really do. Um, they only paid $466 in electric charges and fees, but by, because of everything else, they had to pay $2,300. I mean, the energy companies, I don't see, well, I'm going to joke and say, you don't see Chevron and tech, you know, and everybody else to putting the prices up when there's a shortage. Yeah, that's not true. They don't do that. Joe, they don't do that. They just schedule maintenance on refineries or something else like that. Allegedly, allegedly. I, 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 I speak with no authority or knowledge on the matter. I'm doing this purely for satire. First Amendment rights. Not American, but happy to use it. You can see me in, in Britain. I haven't got any money there. I haven't got any money here either with that. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it's interesting. We'll, we'll see how... Because they're doing this because they're now a, a listed company. And at the same time, it's well known that Electrify America is looking to get an investor. They're looking for somebody to put a billion dollars into the business. Uh, so, you know, this is a business with a very, very long tail. Uh, it, it has to be said. Uh, in other news that isn't really news, um, what we should do as an advisory. I did see this. Um, so uh, an advisory came out um, from Inside EV that um, if you do have a, an ID4, and this would actually apply to anyone else who gets a package that includes charging with Electrify America, you know, free charging or discount charging, you need to select your program as a default. Apparently, this person is, uh, was running around and uh, they were paying for their bill. Uh, because they hadn't selected the correct um, the correct package, so it is it is uh, this is something people have to be aware of. I don't. I mean, when I set up, probably the same as you. I I paid my ten dollars, which I was like, uh, I don't intend to give you any money, but apparently this is the rules. Um, I don't yeah, remember. I, I don't remember. Unfortunately, dealers just don't do a good enough job of uh, explaining everything to the customer when they buy the car. They're so quick to sell the car. That's their, their number one goal. Uh, dealers could go, it, it could go a long way if Volkswagen provided like a step-by-step -step sheet to each dealer to essentially hand to each customer when they're, because like for my dealer, they just gave me, they're like, oh, here's the code, wrote it down and handed it to me. Have a good day, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I was fine with that, but I don't think you and I are the typical use case for the thousands of vehicles that they're wanting to sell. Right. Um, I uh, and it's not just going to be ID fours either. You know, the the uh, the Kyle had a version of this issue with the Mustang, where you know it was actually and they they had the plug and play issue where plug and play worked, but once they'd bl blown through their two hundred and fifty kilowatts of energy they got with the car, then it stopped working. Um, so clearly, that EA has a little bit of simplification to do at some point. And then we've got other cars coming out right now. Um, I believe the Ionic, we'll talk about that in a second, but the Ionic 5 has got, um, well, the new Ionic, I can't remember if it's a 5 or 6 now, 
has got uh, comes with two years free charging as well. So this is something their users are going to have to uh, to to live with. But to... yeah, and I believe Lucid does as well. But I'll uh, give Lucid the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure they're probably explaining this properly to their customers at that price point, <laughs> or to their customers, people who charge their cars. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, did you see the video of the Rimac versus the Tesla Plaid that came out this uh, week? It, it came across my feed. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, I won't surprise you. I won't ruin the ending for you, but um, the $2.3 million hypercar wins. Just, just, you know, just, just in case. Spoiler alert. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, but the, the fossil companies are moving. And I, so this was a, a tweet that was uh, highlighted by Kyle at, uh, at Out of Spec. Um, a gentleman by the name of uh, Lang Reynolds is taking on a role as director of public charging for North America for Circle K. Uh, I, this, this gives me hope. We don't have a lot of um, Circle Ks uh, over on, on my side of the, of the country, but I know you have more of them. But if you see that, uh, hmm, me. John's always tired. Yes, John works bloody too hard. I'm still getting over the medication, weaning myself off the meds and the pneumonia. Um, but um, if you saw Bourne's video in the Audi GT, where he goes to the Circle K to charge up, and how lovely that gas station was with EV, you know, through pull through charging. Uh, windscreen cleaners, you know, soap and water, trash. I mean, just imagine that getting an Electrify America with a with a with a trash uh, collector. That that's always a a, a happy thing. Um, but then he sat down and had food, and it was good food. It wasn't flying J fried and kept on the heat lamps. It was freshly prepared. I mean, you've you've been through the charges in. Uh, uh, not Pennsylvania, Ohio, the service locations where EA is operating. I mean, I I pay for that. I I'd be happy to go to a Circle K to get my get my ions if it on a road trip if it was a a pleasant experience. I, I haven't been through Ohio yet, but uh, yeah, certainly a couple of charges charging stations stick out on this trip. There was one at a Flying J. Uh, I mean, in general, those. That sort of situation is great because there's garbage, there's water, windshield washer fluid. There's usually some restaurant of some sort in there. Um, and I think that's where kind of the, in the future, there's gonna be an opportunity for lots of fast casual restaurants to open up at these strategic locations where chargers are. So you can get something good to eat while you're watching the impromptu comedy act that's being performed in, uh, in Bay 4. Absolutely, I'm with you there, my friend. I'm with you there. Um, I was actually or find some fruit to throw or vegetables. <laughs> harsh, harsh. <laughs> Being heckled on my own podcast is not a podcast. Um, I was actually the one of the things I really like was the fact that this gentleman, Will Tor from the Colorado Energy Office, said they'd love to talk to him about their, their Colorado stores. I thought, you know what? Good. That's a good thing, you know. This, this, it's nice to see these things. It, it really is. Um, so I thought, let's, yeah, was, let's finish. Go on. I was going to say uh, there was a lot of people that talked about Toyota for a long time, saying, you know, Toyota was holding on to the hybrid as 
the end all be all, that's the best vehicle ever made. And uh, they had talked about if, if Toyota doesn't get their act together and start producing an electric vehicle, they'll just get left behind. And some brands, unfortunately, will be by their um, negligence to produce an EV. And arguably, think, yeah. you, can, you can make the same case for the fueling stations that, you know, Circle K seems to be ju uh, jumping on saying they're going to be ready for this transition. But, you know, is Mobile, Road Ranger, Flying J, all these other brands, at some point, they're going to need to make a decision about their future business uh, projections. No, absolutely. We've gone some way with having roaming between different service providers, EVgo, ChargePoint, and others. But absolutely, this is that you know. Uh, read up on your um, creative destruction. Uh, yep, I'm sure I'll need a Circle K app and RFID card. <laughs> I have no doubt. Uh, let's finish with one last piece of excitement. It's not. It's not something. It's not as if we didn't know it was going to happen. Um, but. Um, uh, Tom over at um, uh, the the charging uh, at uh, State of Charge tweeted. Uh, let me see if I can play it. Um, uh, a an Ionic Five being delivered in New York. From the looks of it, uh, I'm sure that is a press car um, that's going to be doing doing the rounds. But um, yeah, great to great to see that vehicle uh, arriving on the shores. It has to be said. Yeah, I mean that shows that they are well into the beta stage or very close to production. If uh, oh no, this is in full. This is in full. Out. You can buy this in Europe. This is in full production, my friend. the The issue has been, you know, getting them imported over here. Um, you know, they have to. You know, they always have to tweak things to the American market for. Yeah, modulation and standards. That's why we don't get the fancy taillights on the ID4 that they do in uh, that they do in in Europe. It, it is quite unfortunate that, that uh, a rule that all needs to be uh, adjusted. <laughs> but um, no, I'm Jesus. Um, I'm I'm looking for I, this is. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I, I really am. I got to. I actually got to see. I got to see one being driven past me in 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 camo a while ago, but I wasn't allowed to. Wouldn't even stop. Um, but it is. Um, it it's smaller than our vehicle, but technically it's got more space in it. So it'd be interesting to see. You know what? How they've done that? How they've created that? Yeah, this this one. I mean, even though the key V6 is pretty much the same vehicle, the styling on this one does it a lot more for me. It kind of looks like an old, uh, old Golf, but blown it that got proofed in the oven a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's that's a good way to um, articulate it. It really is. Um, <clears throat> I suppose the, the the last thing this week, uh, which I forgot to mention, is um, Polestar announced their. <clears throat> their long range um, and lower priced version. Um, this is basically going to be the same price as, as you, well, not yours, mine, the, my, my first edition. This is going to come in at 47,000. Um, so after you get your rebates, if you're in California and you can take 11 to $13,000 off this, this becomes pretty compelling. 
Yeah, th this is going to undercut the uh, price of the XC40 Volvo, which yeah. is a, a much better car in my opinion. Yeah, I uh, my only the only thing I'm annoyed at is that they made the single motor four uh, front wheel drive, not rear wheel drive. It, yeah. it, that that's um, but you know lift off oversteer isn't as much fun as actual oversteer. Um, not that Volvos let you do that too often. I mean, no, it's not a Volvo, it's a Polestar. A Polestar should let you oversteer. That's my point. It absolutely should. That little square blue badge of happiness means, you know, hooligan on board. But um, 265 miles of real world range. We know it'll do 250 uh, already. This is, this, is a, this is a good thing. So um, as I'm the only person that agrees with that, anything else? <laughs> have you got any more, have you got any, any trips coming up or are you just editing? What, what videos can we expect from your channel? Yeah, a lot of editing. Uh, I have the trip to come up, but I'll have to do, um, at some point I wanna just do a deep dive review of the car. I've really never posted anything along those lines. Um, and then I, I hope to start eventually getting a hold of some other brands EVs, but that's kind of, it's kind of hard to add things to my schedule and my schedule's already busy with normal life, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thank you as ever for doing this. If you haven't subscribed to uh, either my channel, Regular EV Dad or Joe's channel, JKEB, there is a link in the description. Uh, subscribe, it helps us immensely. Uh, it means that our content is put in front of more people because they look like you. That's how the Google algorithm, the YouTube algorithm works. Like, share. And by the way, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. Put it in the comments. That's what they're there for. Let us know what you want to hear more about. And let me know if you want doors in the future podcast. Well, yeah. And if you have any <laughs> interior design ideas for, uh, for, for, for Joe's office, those things are always welcome. Um, other than that, um, thank you so much for your time. If you have been, thanks for watching. It's greatly appreciated. And uh, Joe, I will see you at some point soon. Take care.